Good morning, everyone. This is Shanika Wanika's talk. I know I've been missing an action for a minute, but I ain't gonna lie, I um locked myself out of my account. Had to figure out a way to get back in, but guess what? I'm back. Um, today's Thursday, January the 10th. I hope all is well. Um, I just want to thank everyone for just the downloads and the listening of my last, uh, some of my last, uh, episodes, um, apparently I must have touched on something that people want to really listen to, and it's crazy, the last couple topics was R. Kelly, and I seemed like that was just, I guess, the talk of the town, but today, more on a serious note, um, I want to talk about genocide, this is a two-part series, first, the first part is genocide, uh, black on black genocide on each other and then part two was talking about what well, we'll be talking about genocide far as um, the government targeting African American people basically but for today I want to just touch bases on some statistics that I did just because I live in Baltimore, Maryland and um, I did a little research in 2017, we had in Baltimore 343 homicides. 2018, I just for I just did it for like the two past the last two years. 2018, 310 homicides, and then as when I was doing this research, as of 1719. Just on New Year's night alone, we had seven shootings, one fatal, and a 14-year-old grazed by a bullet. Let's talk about that for a moment. Now, you know, you hear this, you know, the about, oh my gosh, you know, the police or, you know, or people say, oh, you know, the white man or something, oh, they're killing us all, but... No, they don't have to because we're doing it ourselves easily. Basically, from just these statistics alone, as far as black on black crime and as far as shootings, these are all basically shootings. A few were like stabbings, but either way, it's still a violent crime on another African American. It's just black on black crime. So let me read you the definition, though of genocide just in case you know anybody doesn't know the deliberate killings of a large group of people especially those of a particular ethnic group or nation so now like I said we're talking about African Americans so I guess my question of today y'all is what do we do as the people to prevent it because you know nowadays you know everybody got this attitude which I I can I can get it but it's still not good for humanity I understand that people just want to mind their business and be like you know that don't concern me because you know now a generation that we live in now is so disrespectful have no respect for authority for elders for anything now how do you reach a world that's so corrupt how do you reach a generation of this time that doesn't want to hear anything or doesn't want to follow the rules 
So now let's think about this. Right now, some of the reasoning why genocide is just happening black on black crime against one another. A big one, this is number one, is poverty. You know, people are robbed, still anybody just to get by, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have the funds. But then the second biggest thing, because they don't have funds, a lot of them lack education. So this is our young, pretty much black communities. Not to say um, all African-Americans not giving any, because it's, it's been a high rise and people going to school, graduating, getting diplomas, getting degrees, which is excellent. But then it's, it's another percentage that's not getting it or that's not doing it or whereas though you know here I don't know if that's a statewide thing or just in Baltimore I know you can drop out of school at 16 years old so boom you're giving people a pass to kind of okay I'm gonna hit 16 you know they running amok doing what you want to do hanging out or whatever you ain't going to school boom now you don't got no education now you fall on the wayside because now you're subject to maybe a you know a regular mediocre job that doesn't pay that much and you know with everything is going up everything in the world far as you know cost is expensive so now like i said it goes back to the people robbing and stealing okay so they're robbing and stealing because they're jealous of what the next person may have that they don't because lack their funds so okay and it's unfortunate but you know you didn't hear I didn't heard this many a times somebody got killed over shoes a lot to you not you know Tim's your outfit oh you stepped on my shoes or you know oh you talked to my girl you said something to my girls there's so many different little scenarios that takes us back to the black on black crime so where do it start does it start from the parents teaching your children you know how the importance of education teaching your children because nine times out of ten nine times out of ten usually you coming from poverty you're coming from a single parent home normally the mother in some cases the father just depending on the situation whereas though a lot of times the father though really isn't in the picture so now you're raising a man a woman raising a man and try to teach them how to be a man, which is difficult. And then you have a, wom- a woman that's lacking that forest aspect and then looking in, 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 in love in all the wrong places because she don't have that father figure to kind of steer her in the right direction. So think about it. It's like a cycle. It's, it's just and when you just sit back and think about the whole big picture. OK, cycle. See, this, this is, I'm going to touch some of this in my other segment. But as far as breaking the cycle is, first of all, the black families be, being split up. From number one, the black man being taken out the family for whatever reason. Breaking the cycle of just people in general not taking care of their responsibilities but that goes back from the parents and then say if the parents right didn't wasn't there in your life times times out of ten it twinkles down to you same scenario you know what i'm saying so it's like how do we break this cycle of life that's affecting our community that's affecting our young generation because like my child is six i'm scared to death of how the world will be as she gets older it's already messed up now 
like you know imagine 10 years from now maybe just five years from now how things would be when you got people killing each other for the, the simplest things not just you know we're taking the government and all them out just us killing each other we're we're de- we're, we're diminishing our own culture we diminishing our own race due to lack their education lack their funds the big one is lack their funds because in the city of Baltimore which I know is everywhere and ain't just here but I'm just speaking here I know you know broken families people that's in foster systems that's you know been separated from family whether they've been uh, molested abused physically abused mentally abused whatever the case might be you know their parents on drugs however they fell in the system it either makes or breaks a child nine times it, i mean i will pray that it would make them better but a lot of times it don't it steers them the other direction so what do you do you know how do you handle it like i mean this is like a worldwide crisis that you know which is another thing that's been sweeping under the rug we've been losing people every day due to gun violence off of something as simple as a small beef like people don't even fight no more you know i've ever you just fight it out then kill each other because meanwhile again genocide is taking place on our people because it's just something as small as i don't have well it's not as small this is a big situation that they don't have but how can we prevent this from not happening how do we as parents instill in our children that you know you go out and you work and you go get it you don't wait and leech and linger on somebody else how do we tell our how do i mean by just not telling it we as parents have to actually demonstrate that as well See, a lot of times, nine times out of ten, genocide takes place on one another just in the community because we don't have that father figure. Or we don't have that any figure that will kind of lead us in the, the, right, the right direction. So who steps up and try to be those role models? Whether it's in the family, friends or whoever, somebody has to like step up and say, hey, you know what? Our generation is dying. I seen something on Facebook that was so powerful. It was this guy that was talking. He's a young, no, I'm sorry, an older black guy. He was like, I don't know, y'all made a scene it on like Facebook. Probably went viral by now. But basically, he was saying he hate to be black because look at how we become. We become these vultures. We become these animals. And then all the other like nationalities just sit back and laugh at us and look at us like, look at them. Instead of helping one another, you notice every other nationality stick together. A lot to you not. African-Americans is the only people that do not stick together. Why? Because they're jealous. They're envy of one another instead of uplifting each other. But like I said, it's the bigger problem than that. The reason why they don't. Nine times out of ten is their upbringing. Nine times out of ten, they came from broken homes. Nine times out of ten, they didn't had a rough life and just have this attitude, I don't give a damn. 
So how do we change these I don't give a damn attitudes? How do we reach the youth that feel like they hopeless, feel like they have nothing? You take out, like, when I was coming up, we had PAL centers. Something just this after school, you know, instead of getting in trouble or whatever, getting into, we go out to school, go play some games, you know, till it was time to go home, until our parents came and get us just to keep us occupied. We don't even have things like that no more. They took so much from the schools. Baltimore City's just closing. Now, instead of, like I said, my child's era, Instead of closing schools, you you closing schools instead of opening them, but yet you want to build more jails. That's what I'm saying. It Where do it start? It damn sure, it, I mean, it starts with the community, but it damn sure ain't start with the government aspect because the government just look at young black males or females as like hooligans, thugs. We just know we're going to close five more schools, but we just going to open more big jails to stick them in like it's sickening to me and it's like i sit back and i look you know one day we all gonna die one day we all not gonna be here no more but like what type of impact are we trying to make while we here like you know are you trying to teach one read one because i know i ain't gonna lie you may reach out to some individual some might have gratitude somebody say man mind your goddamn business <laughs> you know what i'm saying and that's how people feel so like just to see us as a whole dying it just it just bothers me so bad and it's like i don't even like to watch the news because oh such and such got killed or this didn't happen all this negativity is nothing positive in the news at all and it's all targeted targeted to young black people or just african-americans in general so i guess anybody that's listening what's some solutions we can do i mean me as for me i would say first stop closing down schools number one we need all the education like the children need all the education they can get like whereas though you know you have a child no left no student what is it no child left behind but you passing people that can't read and write no that child is all the way behind you see what i'm saying like it just it's it's so many aspects that needs to be tapped into but i know it gotta be one thing at a time but i feel like it just starts within home and try not to now you know even me i came from a broken family but thank god i was just one of the ones that was able to still be positive a lot of people have that and go the negative route so how can we change that or even be some type of um inspiration to somebody else not to go that negative route but just try to be positive like i don't know it's just it bothers me to see that you know it's such black on black crime and i feel like nobody's waking up like no matter how much you talk I can talk to him blue in the face or reach out or you know even try to you know be positive you may not reach somebody but you may just reach one shit if you just reach one that's better than nothing but but you know in the world that we live in it's like reaching one is like shit I don't know I feel like not reaching none sometimes because I feel like our people ain't gonna wake up never like never like god knows i want us to wake up from but how things look 
It's so glim and dim. Like, I feel like they'll never wake up. And if we did wake up, man, do you know how, like, a force of a power we'd be reckoned with as far as just us standing together as a unit, as unity? Like, man, we be we already kings and queens, but we don't act like it. We don't even know it. Like, we don't even believe it. But nobody never told us that they love us. It, it's, it's the smallest saying a mother or a father telling their child, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm there for you. Regardless, that's what people need to hear. Regardless of what might be going on, I'm here for you. Like I'm there for you. I'm I'm here to make it right. Let's make it right together and like push through things together. But instead, people just throw people to the wolves and never look back. Like it's sad, and I don't think no. It's like I, you haven't met a black family that have not had. Our act of violence happened some type of way in their family. As far as like a, a deadly shooting. Like I said, I, I, I lost my cousin. Like, I don't know what type of life, you know, one if, if he was into that sort of stuff, he never portrayed it to the family. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, you don't even have to be in that life. It just be that other person that's jealous, that other person feeling some type of way and just took his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like nowadays black people don't like they don't value life. They don't give a damn. Like, I don't know why, you know, life is precious. You know, yeah, your life can be depressing, wicked, evil. But gosh, like, it's like, how do you get past it? And I don't even want to talk about religion right now because that's like a whole nother subject and a whole nother topic to get on. Like, that's a whole long segment for real. Cause you know you can mention some, you can mention God to some people, and some people just be like, "Man, I ain't trying to hear that, all that stuff that's made up," you know. And I'm not even gonna get into that. But then you know, not if you don't put God in, what are you putting in it to help change these people's minds so that we won't kill each other no more, well, that we won't wake up and realize what's really going on? Cause uh, white people don't have to kill us, or you know, the government, we do it ourselves. They say, oh my gosh, everybody have a fit when the white cops kill a black man, but we killing each other every day and that's cool. Oh, that's all right. We just, we good. But oh my God, when Billy do it and the, that cop, white cop did that to him and it's an outrage. It should be an outrage. Like when, when, when another black man killed another black man for something as stupid as Tim's. <laughs> like really? You know, and then you got this music. I mean, like some of the partial blame. I still, I blame, I blame music. Like you got these rappers, like rapping stuff about killing, and half of them not even about that life, but they portrayed to be. And you got these children listening to you and want to be like y'all for real. And thinking, and they just get guns and go ahead and shoot and kill people. Where those these rappers, they rap about that like, but it's entertainment. I mean, some of them might have lived it, but a lot of them didn't, for real. It's entertainment, and you taking it and brainwashing these people. It's just so much of an aspect that affects us as far as music, society, um, uh, social media, our home life. It's just so many factors that need to be changed one by one, little by little, but I just feel like it can help and start from the upbringing 
of black kids, you know. And, you know, I seen this thing, this post. I'm going to see if I can pull it up right now. And it's, it's very important because we don't let our children, even as children, when they're young, we don't let them be I'm going to show you. We don't let them be emotional. We don't. It says black kids. Let black boys be vulnerable. Let black girls be soft. Let black boys know they're not limited to just sports and hip hop. Let black girls know they can be anything they want to be. Let black boys feel all emotions. It's okay to cry. Like, you know, our, our parents are teaching us what you cry for. I mean, they're children. They're going to cry. Let black girls feel pride for their hair that crowns their head on their metal on their on their black skin, coats their beautiful skin. Stop seeing black boys as threats. Stop sexualizing black girls, please. It's so much. Let black boys be children. Let black girls be children. Don't let them be so grown. Like I see. Little girls with weaves and, you know, no. Dressing in these provocative ways or letting these boys just think that, oh, girls ain't nothing but bitches and hoes. It just starts from a young age up for us to respect level. Like, like nowadays, like I said, I feel like children don't even have respect for you. Like, they don't. Children don't respect you. They will cuss you out in a heartbeat and think nothing of it. And it's sad. And it's like, dang, like, wow. Like, back in the day, you would have to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir. You know, you ain't going away before. You know, it's just, it was just more modest. It's just, it's so many different things that affects this genocide on black and black crime in our community. And I just feel like they say, well, Nick, what you doing? Like, as far as the community or what you doing as far as I think just my podcast alone if I can just reach somebody if I can just like you know touch somebody or may help them realize shit that's 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 a blessing right there to them and if I could be a blessing to somebody once one person a day I'm good with that. I didn't I didn't I didn't try to help somebody in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a hug, a smile, a good job, man, you did that, like anything to, to uplift a person, whereas though they don't feel like they nobody because people kill each other because they feel worthless. They think the gun is the one that's making them big. Yeah, I got a gun, I'm bad. But instead you not bad. You just messing up your community. You killing another brother. You killing another sister. You killing somebody's child. For what? That's all I'm saying. Anybody got any comments? Want to feel free to jump in. By all means, do so. This is Shanika with Nika's Talk, y'all. Always remember, uh, a negative mind will never give you a positive result. This is Nika's Talk, y'all. Stay woke.